serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Friday! This portion of the program is brought to you by Parker and Sons, Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right, so before we get to, uh, do you here in Arizona, do you hate your uh, political uh, candidate? Hate is such a strong word. Are you happy with your political candidates? Satisfied? Yeah. We'll ask you that in a second. Uh, somebody told me to ask Becky Lynn what she's doing this weekend. Becky's got stuff What going are you on doing now? this weekend that's so important that we've got to figure this out? I just thought you might like to know that yeah. tomorrow I'm making my Major League Pitching debut. Wait, what, what does that mean? I'm making my Major League Pitching debut. No way. Are you going to the, you gonna play for the Yankees? I'm going to throw out a first pitch. Where? Where? At Phoenix Muni for the really? Arizona Fall League game between the Peoria Javelinas and the Salt River Rapids. How about that? Look at How that? about that? I have been practicing, practicing, practicing. <laughs> Why didn't you tell us this before? We could have got you into training. Um, well, I, 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 have, I have a pitching coach. Uh, I'm, a, I'm basically a professional softball player. Basically. You, yeah. Do you, do you pitch? And it, remember, it's of baseball. Course. It's not softball. I know. It's a different pitch. How are you doing? Are you throwing it? Don't, because you know what? If you throw it in the ground, you're going to get booed. I know. I know. There's, that, a, there's been a few. One went in the garage, a few went on the roof of the house, uh, but a lot of them have been pretty darn good. Don't right. watch Fauci. <laughs> no, I was going to say, if all? I do better than Fauci, I will consider was it, it a the success. mayor of Cincinnati, who may have had the worst 50 cent, was awful. Don't watch Obama. That was Obama pretty bad. Obama was so bad. Yeah, Fauci was the worst. Did so, Fauci stand on the mound, or was he close? I will not be you know, on the mound. No, you're right in front you of the mound. All right. I'll wait it, uh, a little closer than that, probably. Bush, 9-11. Was it Jeter said, don't bounce it? Yeah, so George W. Bush with a flak jacket on. 9-11. After 9-11, yeah. in the World Series against the Diamondbacks, yep. in New York City at Yankee Stadium, he threw a perfect strike. He did, I, yeah. From we the were, mound. We were talking about that today. Jeter did say, if you bounce it, you get booed. And he's right. And All he right. threw a strike. Why don't we do this? We're gonna we're gonna sketch we're gonna, we're gonna sketch out some time for you. We're gonna have you throw in the newsroom. We're gonna carry it live. All right. Uh, so we're going yeah. we're in you the have, midst you have, of this. You have baseballs here, Wise just hanging man, around. Right? Don't get a baseball. We're gonna figure this you, out, Becky Lynn. We're gonna make sure that you throw a perfect strike on Saturday. We're gonna sketch some time out on the show tomorrow we're, morning. We're literally taking you into the newsroom. Eleven thirty. Okay. Tomorrow morning. All right. All right. All right. I want to see the form. Okay. You know, because a lot of it's your legs. Now, listen, don't start messing with my form too much because, you know, I kind of got it down now. I just got to perfect what I've got. Who's your pitching coach? One of the legendary coaches from Tempe South Little League. Okay. Okay. Wow, you know a lot of people. My husband. Okay. Oh, we got a baseball. baseball. Yeah. It's on. It's good. All right. We're going to do that later. Uh, Becky, when we got to get her prepared, she's throwing out the first pitch. Where, where again is it? Arizona Fall League at Phoenix Muni, eleven thirty game tomorrow. Phoenix, I mean uh, Peoria Javelinas and Salt River Rapids. How'd you get that gig? Because I was stupid enough <laughs> to say, yeah, okay, to uh, my friend who is now the league administrator. Okay. All right. And it's her job to find people to do this. And, You're going to be and, great. And she said, that, and I went, without thinking, like, yeah, I'll do that. And yeah. then later I went, You're I not, can't do that. You're not going to sleep tonight. You're going to be so nervous. I know. All right, we'll get to it. Uh, that's a little later in the show. Uh, Becky Lynn pitching from the newsroom live on the air. Oh, this should be good. All right. Do Arizonans dislike their political candidates? <laughs> do Arizonans dislike their political candidates? Well, the answer is yes. Um I, 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 it definitely changes. They don't love them, that's no, for sure. No. One side does, kind of. Republicans like, well, they want to get back into power. 
You know, I mean, but again, it's not a presidential election. But again, Republicans, you should you should want to go and vote. I mean, our, our country is in, in a bit of shambles with Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, you know, as it was, in my opinion, with Donald Trump. We got to get two new people in there and start and, and not have these two guys run again. All right. So um, here's the breakdown. So you're asked, do do you dislike your pol- your political candidate? So extremely poor gets about six percent. Below average, 17%. Average, 44%. That's the big number. Um, 20% say my candidates, yeah, they're above average. But only three say they're, 3% say they're excellent. Only 3% say there's an excellent candidate that they're voting for. Wow. Totally agree. Yeah. Well, no, when's the last time, though? Honestly, when's the last time anybody you. was super excited? Remember I told I I liked Mitt Romney. Yeah. And I voted for Mitt Romney, and I thought he was a terrible uh, campaigner, uh, campaigner, and he really was a bad campaigner. But I thought he's such a smart guy. I'd like to see him in the Oval Office. Obviously, didn't win the election, but that's the last guy that I was at least uh, 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 excited to vote for. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, what do you make of these numbers? Are you, are you surprised? I, I, no, I'm not surprised. I think in, you know the Republicans again. Uh, there is. You know, you can call it. There's division. Oh, it's division, and they're so they're they're you know hyperbolic, and they scream and they yell, and 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 the people get behind them. But with some of that emotion, also comes some of that love, and that's one of the reasons why you never saw Trump's average go up or down. Really, kind of all stayed the same. Those people never abandoned him, so they're going to have a little bit more loyalty there. But I think also a lot of Democrats aren't thrilled with their candidates. No, and a lot of people across the board are going. What's the best we got? Think independents are the most. Yeah, uh, Jade. Well, they're already. Right. We're already not part of any party. I'm not surprised by this. I'm surprised the numbers below average and stink weren't higher. You know, uh, but it shows you if only three percent really think these guys are excellent. Wow. Gals, that says a lot. That says a ton. Goodness gracious. It's a kind of restaurant where you like if you were looking, you go, it doesn't suck. Right. But you're not having to cater your wedding. Mm mm. All right, so uh, f- what is it? 44% say average. That's it. 44% say average. I mean, if you look at the races, I mean, is, you know, I, I, if you're a Republican, you, you probably like Carrie Lake, but there are a lot of Republicans out there that don't. They may still vote for her. They may just say, you know what? Nah, uh, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave this one blank. If you're a Democrat, are you really excited about Katie no, Hobbs? No. Or are you excited about the fact that you're voting for someone to block Carrie Lake? That's what you're. That's what you're. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and if you're an independent, and I've said it before, and I'm just looking at the governor's race, I'm never voting for Carrie Lake. She's a, an election denier. Um, I, I wouldn't vote for her. I think she's extreme. You know, I think we need to change that. You're not an election denier. You know what you are? You're a results denier. The election happened. Yeah. You're just denying the results. Yeah. I, I might leave it blank. I don't know. Maybe I'll vote for Hobbs, who I don't think is very good at all. But uh, I think Carrie Lake would be a disaster for Arizona. Um, but, I, but I don't know. She hasn't. Uh, Katie Hobbs hasn't done anything to get my vote. No. The $14,000 she wants to pay teachers a year, uh, I think is great. I just don't know if she can get it well, done. Well, yeah. I mean, like, you could walk up there and go, I want to give teachers a raise to $100,000 a year. Yeah, knowing full well, I'm not giving teachers a $100,000 raise. It really doesn't matter. Because it's never going to get passed. So say what you want. You've got no plan to roll it out where you can go, hey, at least I tried something. I had a plan for it. They blocked it. But we threw an effort out there. She didn't have that. Who? 
Uh, Katie Hobbs. Well, if she becomes a governor, she's going to try and throw it out. Is she or is she going to keep saying, go to my website? Like, go to my website. I just, I think. Well, I don't know. I mean, if she says she wants to do it, don't you think she's going to try and do it and then maybe it'll get voted down? Well, she knows it's going to get voted down. So she shouldn't try at all? No, go ahead and try. But it's a game. You know it's going to get voted down. Okay. You know, so you're saying something you know you can't. It's like all these guys and gals that are out here promising, I'm going to do this and I'm going to fix that, knowing full well they're not going to do any of that. They mm. have no chance. And they're lucky if they get a couple bills with their names on it through. Yeah. it's We've expected that. Yeah. I think a lot of uh, there are a lot of voters out in Arizona that are like, I think gridlock would probably be a good thing in Arizona. Yeah. That's why our country it was know? set up, right? So we didn't have the extremes. I, I've said it before. Again, will I vote for Hobbs? Maybe. Carrie Lake is a definite no. But do you want a far right MAGA agenda in Arizona? Because if you vote for Lake, that's what you're going to get. And if that's something you want, you know what you're voting for. Because her legislature is going to be far right MAGA. Remember, they they voted out. We voted out. Arizona voted out. A lot of the... I don't know. We, the Rusty Bowers the Rusty types Bowers who of the world. stopping them from themselves. Right. And now there's no one to stop them from their themselves if Carrie Lake gets into the governor's office. That's, and that is scary. That is scary. Because this place will change. You, you know it. I know it. Mark my words. That's the way it's going to happen. Some of you are like, good, we need it. But some of us are like, I don't think we need that. How much change do we need? Not all change is good. Right. Let's always, you know, everybody always says change is, you know, not all change is good. So let's see what actually happens and what anybody gets through because a lot of people talk a good game and then they don't back it up either. Meaning they may say a bunch of stuff, we're going to do this, this, and this, and they take over and they don't do that, that, and that. I don't think anybody, I, I think if you're a Republican or a Democrat, you don't even care what your candidate says anymore. No, you're just, you're you. like, what jersey are you wearing? They should just walk up with an R, just True. dressed in a big R That's costume it. or D and just okay. go, I'm an R. And there was D and there okay. we go. All right. I like that you said that because um, coming up next, uh, this guy, he is a Republican. He was caught doing something lewd uh, near a Valley school. Uh-oh. Um, so he already dropped his pants. Why hasn't he dropped out of the race? And if you're a Republican, would you vote for this guy who did something lewd near a school? It's a Gatos and Chad show. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, head over to KTAR.com and take the Gatos cue. Uh, it's on the right side of the page. Arizonans are uh, getting millions of political texts ahead of the election. And I ask, how many have you gotten? All right, none, just a couple, half dozen. My phone won't stop buzzing. I'd vote for that one because that's me. 40% of you say, my phone won't stop buzzing. And 35% of you say, none. Oh, really? How is that even possible? How could you have not gotten any? Also, from what we understand, after you vote, you stop getting called. In theory. Yeah, in theory. Um, so maybe maybe we have a lot of people who already voted. I don't know. But 40%, my phone won't stop buzzing. I'm getting them all throughout the day. I got one at 10-something last night. And when, when, it, when it's a phone call, there is someone on the other side. So... I got the call from the same area code I've been getting, so I answered it. So there was an actual human? It was a human. Oh, it wasn't a robot. No. So uh, I've gotten more robots than humans. Okay. When you've answered the phone? Yeah. All right. Because I answered the phone. I knew it was, you know, I knew it was an election thing. So I go, what? That's good. You know, I did one of those. I tried to sound tough. What? 
How'd that work? And they're like, yes, this is from the election. Blah, blah, blah. I said, take me off the list. It's 10 o'clock at night. Sir, we don't have a list. And then I cursed at her. I didn't. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'd be like, no, no, no. Who, 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 who's your candidate? So-and-so. Oh, I didn't even get He through. stands for this, that, and the other. Or she stands for this. Yeah. Good. I just wanted to write that down because I'm going to absolutely campaign against her now. Thanks yeah. for your call. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you could do that, too. Uh, so go vote the Gatos BQ poll question, KTAR.com. All right. We've, we've touched on this just a little bit. Well, it's probably the best way to start the segment. Uh, <laughs> See, I didn't even say um, that one. Normally, it's me. Everybody looks at me. Don't say anything bad. Anyway, so the, this Republican candidate was caught uh, doing something very lewd. Uh, oh, that's right. He was near a school. And, uh, well, you know, pants are off. Anyway, so <sighs> he's, a, he's a Republican candidate, and he uh, claimed uh, that, he, you know, he was looking at his phone. Gee, oh, oh goodness. Uh, he wonder what he was looking at. I wonder. He claimed uh, that uh, he was stressed out. That's that's what he said. Anyway, uh, he hasn't dropped out of the race yet. Like there are certain things that you do, and this is one of them, where you say, you know what, probably should drop out. Yeah, this guy was. He just suspended his campaign, right? I don't know. Uh, that's right. I forgot. He suspended uh, his campaign. Yeah, but he's on the ballot, man. This guy's on the ballot. Uh, this guy, this guy did something gross near your kid's school uh, on purpose. And he's on the ballot. So, like, here's the other thing. Like, you can drop out now, but you're, you know, he, he, you could still vote for him. Yeah. So uh, the person he's running against is State Representative Kelly Butler. And uh, uh, she's calling for something named Randy Kaufman. He's the he's the pervert. He's the, is he the pervert? He's the pervert. Randy Kaufman to formally withdraw from the Maricopa County Community College District governing board race after news broke that, well, Kaufman was arrested and accused of public sexual indecency. Looking at a picture of him. He's, smiling he, he's an odd-looking guy, right? Like, he's just there going, oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't... I wouldn't invite him to dinner. <laughs> no. And I wouldn't like to sit in a parking lot with him. You never no, know No, that way you happen. don't, really. That's no. kind of weird. So, uh, yeah, you're right. He suspended his campaign, uh, and this is two weeks after a cop saw him doing that over there, and the, he's in a pickup truck, and the cop's like, you might you might have wanted to wait till you get home. How do you tell your donors, hey, guys, I'm going to have to drop out. Why? Yeah. Well, well, I was racking around some ideas, yeah. and I thought to myself, yeah. I should probably get arrested in front of a preschool. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Pants God, around my ankles. insane. But here's the, here's the thing. Can we go back to how do we like our, our, our <laughs> politicians? We'll drop it down one more time. I know, right? Here's the thing. How do you know who this guy is if you're not really paying attention? Yeah. So Randy Kaufman is the Republican. You, you know, people are going to vote for him. Yeah. Not because they know what he did or didn't do or how he likes to spend time in his truck, but that he's got an R next to his name. Yeah. And I've just got to ask the question. Like, if you are a Republican out there, are are you still going to vote for this guy? Like, are you going to tell me that this guy is still better than a Democrat? No, because here's the thing. It's not that they're voting for that guy. They're voting for the R. I know, but and he's there's the R. The thing. I, there was a guy in California who ran. Uh, he was still on the ballot. He got like 600,000 votes. Yeah. He had been indicted for being one of the biggest gun runners in, in California, but his name was already printed on the ballot. It's already there. People just go and they vote. They see a D because especially down ticket and a lot of these things, people don't know what it is. 
And so they just vote party. Well, just remember the name Randy Kaufman. He's the guy that was near a school and he was doing that. He was on his. He was doing the thing that you're not supposed to be doing in front of a school. Usually best left to your home. Yeah. Yeah. That's the guy. Best way to describe him. Ugh. Put that on his Wikipedia. Coming up next, Becky Lynn's going to read the news at 3.30. Snark! You, you and I are going to interrupt. You want snark today or no? Well, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know how much snark I should give her because I'm going to catch. I'm going to be her catcher when she goes out and throws the first pitch in practice. Let's, let's do snark, though. Okay. It's Holding little. up the headlines next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR on air 92.3 FM online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR news app. Your breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. Time for us to hold up the headlines. And with those headlines, Miss Becky Lynn. Arizona votes. Cochise County has proposed a plan for a hand count audit of the November election. And now the state's top election official is warning against this plan. KTAR's Taylor Tassler is live in the news center with the details. Yeah, Becky, the Arizona Secretary of State's office is warning Cochise County officials that conducting a hand count is unlawful and could lead to legal action. Allie Bones with the Secretary of State's office adds the Cochise County attorney and legislative council have already advised against the hand count. Inserting any new processes at this point in the game while voting is already taking place, some counties have already started tabulating without established law and procedure to back them up is just absurd. The Cochise County Board of Supervisors will hold a vote on Monday to decide if it will move forward. Reporting live in the News Center, Taylor Tesler, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Question. Okay. Who thinks that counting ballots by hand is is more efficient than having having it done by a computer? Uh, it's not even close. No, it's not. I don't understand why they want to do this. You're not going to get anything accurate if you count it by hand. I don't understand. Are they trying to do something different just to do something different? Do they not trust, you know? No, they don't trust because it can be hacked. Uh, it's not, these machines are not connected to the internet. They can be hacked. They can be, uh, you know, people could fiddle around with, I mean, you know, they're going to come they up be with, hacked if they're not connected to the internet. So, well, somebody can come up and connect them to the internet. Okay. Somebody can leave something on. It's again, again, it's, people are looking for the boogeyman in a lot of places and, uh, maybe they feel good, right? There's 45,000 people. I think Steve said that lives out there in Cochise County or wherever. Yeah. You know how long it's going to take for them to count 45,000 votes? Well, take an not everybody's over 18, and not everybody's going to vote. So well, let's you're saying it. overall. Okay. Yeah, like maybe 10, 12,000. You know, people vote 15,000. Who knows? So it might take them all day. And they won't, it's not going to be as accurate. We're holding up the headlines. New today, Governor Doug Ducey has filed a lawsuit in federal court defending Arizona's use of shipping containers to close the gaps in the southern border. Arizona wants the court to decide what power it has over the land in order to protect itself from the crises on our southern border. That's KTAR's legal analyst, Monica Lindstrom, who says the federal government is required to answer Arizona's complaint, stating the court will likely go to conference to determine the next steps in the case. Now I'm rooting for Ducey. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to, if the president doesn't want to secure the border, if he wants to completely open it up, if if he wants to invite people here, which is basically what he's done, and he's got not one single policy to stop anybody from coming over, uh, you know, yeah, it was a stunt by by Governor Ducey to put the shipping containers up, uh, but at least it's something. 
Yeah. And I'd like to see the federal government lose. I'd always root for Arizona over the federal government anyway. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think this. All right. You want me to take it down? You come here and spend a day at the border. Talk to these people. And if you still want me to take it down, we'll remove it immediately. Yeah. There yeah. you go. That's a, There's compromise. Guess what he's going to get? He's going to get no answer. No, they're not going to do that. We're holding up the headlines. One of former President Trump's more outspoken advisors was sentenced to a stint in federal prison. After Steve Bannon was convicted in July on two counts of contempt of Congress for not complying with a subpoena from the January 6th committee, he called it a show trial. But Judge Carl Nichols said Friday that Bannon expressed no remorse for his actions as he sentenced the political provocateur to four months in prison and ordered him to pay a fine of $6,500. But Judge Nichols said that Bannon and should not have to serve the sentence while he appeals, which he has indicated he'll do. Brian Clark, ABC News. This is the best thing that's ever happened to him. You just made him a martyr, and I guarantee you, he is, money is flowing in to the coffers of whatever pack he has set up. Uh, this is what they, they live for. This is what they live for. They, provocateurs love when provocative things happen, and they step over a line, get punished for it. People see him as victims, throw him money. I think Steve Bannon's bad guy, bad for America. He could be a rotten jail. I really don't care. Doesn't matter to me. And he, this wasn't for anything to do with January 6th. This is just because, well, here's the one thing you can't do. You can't mess with Congress. Lying to them and not showing up really angers them. Yep. Holding up the headlines. There is a salmonella outbreak oh. that is affecting Arizona, Where? and it's caused by contaminated fish oh. sold to restaurants. I oh. had fish last night. I oh. was worried about I you. Bass. Yeah. I win. Local and federal organizations already are investigating, and KTAR's Luke Forstner oh. is live in the news center to tell us more. Oh. Well, Becky, Dr. Nick Staub with the Maricopa County Department of Public Health says there are eight confirmed cases in Maricopa County and 33 in total in including California and Illinois. Salmonella is a bacteria, and it can be found naturally in certain foods. It can be killed through cooking, but if it's ingested, it can cause a variety of symptoms. Diarrhea, fever, stomach cramps. It can occur as soon as six hours after eating contaminated food and up to six days later. You can find out more about the outbreak at cdc.gov. Live from the News Center, Luke Forstner, KTAR News. What did you have last night? Sea bass. I know salmon was. It's from one company, one distributor, mm-hmm. and I can't. I can't think of the name. It's of probably it now. one of the only distributors around out and here. And you're supposed to. In fact, uh, ABC had a little blip on it yesterday, saying that if you're going to eat seafood at a restaurant, you should ask if it's from this particular. You need to find what it is. I w- well, it's on CDC. Okay. So gov, you had sea bass for real? I did. Oh, look at that! I said six okay? hours, right? Six okay? hours to six days. Six days. Oh. oh, Chad, what did no. you have last night? Pasta, some beef. Man, should I, I knew I should have had that steak. Yeah, you knew it. Oh. Well, that's what happens when you eat fish. We're uh, we're holding up uh, headlines. Soon, oh, soon we'll be able to go live yeah, to the uh, bathroom with oh. Gatos. Yeah. Losing his mind now. Holding up the headlines. The Super Bowl is coming to the Valley and will host the first big game with legalized sports betting in the region. We should see uh, high levels of wagering uh, this Super Bowl. Um, and, you know, the fact that it's here in Arizona, maybe we'll see even uh, higher levels. I'm excited to see how it plays out. That's Max Hartgraves with the Arizona Department of Gaming, who says the state has already wagered $5.4 billion in its first year. We are degenerates. And was the second fastest state to reach the $5 billion mark. 
Wow, degenerates. I'm Googling Salmonella. You guys continue. Yeah, I, the whole time you're saying this, I look over, he looks at me, he goes, he whispers, he goes, his, I've seen bad. His, his eyes are great. And I thought to myself, six days. It's oh. going to be till next Friday before oh. he is calmed down. This is terrible. Yeah. Will a mask help? No. No. Okay. You can't mask no. this one away. <laughs> Holding up the headline. Okay. <laughs> yeah, call Humble. All right. The high country. Listen, the high country is expecting its first snowfall of the season this weekend. Megan Taylor with the National Weather Service says snowfall will be light in the Flagstaff area, but the White Mountains in eastern Arizona could get more. From Happy Jack all the way across the rim down towards Sholo and Springerville in the one to three. And then even up towards Window Rock, too, could see an inch or two. A little early for Flag to get its first snow average start date, November 11th. I'm excited. It was the last couple days I've gone outside. You can feel that nip in the air. In the morning. In the morning, big time. It feels nice. And coming this weekend, it's going to be nice. Monday, we're looking at 70s. Woo! Poor Gatos. He is just oh, yeah. you fixated guys have no on idea. the fish problem. This is the worst, best, hilarious thing that's happened to us. Oh, my goodness. Because there's Daniel. nothing wrong with him, but it doesn't matter because he's going to he's gonna manifest it. He, that's right. You're going to make it happen, and it's not even there, Gatos. Stop it. Calling the restaurant. Calling the restaurant. I'm just, I'm one, I'm, not, I'm serious. What are the it's symptoms? Warm. I don't know. But it is hot in here, actually. It is? Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. All right. All right, I'm about to call the restaurant. Uh, let's see. Oh, coming up next, we're going to talk about uh, <laughs> Biden trying to push Ducey around. Uh, do I have salmonella poisoning? And, oh, that's right, Becky Lynn is going to throw the first pitch out at the Arizona Fall League. And uh, she's going to practice in our newsroom, which is fantastic because there's so many TVs and computers around. She's going to have to be good. And people. And pe- well, no, well, we could replace that. Uh, Chad, you're going to catch. Becky Lynn's going to pitch. Uh, and I'm going to do the play-by-play next. Yeah. Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Serious news. Seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, everybody. I'm out in the newsroom. And you're wondering, Gatos, why are you out in the newsroom? Here we go. Basically, what we've got is uh, Becky Lynn is warming up because uh, she's going to throw out the first pitch at the Arizona Fall League tomorrow. And so Becky Lynn is actually warming up right here in the newsroom here at KTAR. We've got thousands of dollars in uh, uh, of television sets and computer screens. Uh, and the wise man is joining me. Uh, wise man, we've got Becky Lynn. She's on the side uh, right next to uh, the uh, Gatos and Chad uh, studio. And she's warming the, the arm up. We're going to go live there in a second as Chad is going to uh, uh, catch. Uh, how do you think she's going to do, wise man? Well, I think what listeners need to know is that Becky Lynn has an incredible fastball. Okay. I expect to see that on display here today in the newsroom. All right, here we go. All right, Becky Lynn, hold on. Here we go. Are you ready? Are you nervous, Becky Lynn? Of course I'm nervous. Okay, Becky Lynn is worried that she's going to hurt someone, she's going to break a television screen, and she's going to be liable for all of that, which is probably true, which brings us ratings. Okay, so we're going to do the first pitch. All right, Becky Lynn is a right-handed pitcher. Okay, and uh, Chad Benson is uh, wise man. How far do you think Chad Benson is? Uh, what do you What do you think? Is it what is the mound? Sixty? What is it again? Oh, that's definitely sixty feet six inches. Okay, all right, all right. Becky Lynn, uh, she toes the rubber, and, and don't laugh at that. That's a baseball term. Becky Lynn t- 
This is great. Becky Lynn toes the rubber. <laughs> She's ready to fire it in. Here is Becky Lynn's first pitch. Live on the radio, and she throws a strike to Chad Benson. It was fantastic. What a beaut. All right, that was pretty good. Let's do one more, and then we'll go back into the studio, okay? Because I want to know if that was a fluke. Okay. So once again, Becky Lynn, we're out in the newsroom. Uh, she's going to throw the first pitch out at an Arizona Fall League uh, game on Saturday. And Becky Lynn fires it, and it's another strike! Just on the inside corner. That was an inside corner. All right, Becky Lynn, congratulations. No, she didn't bounce it. No, Chad was almost scared to catch it. All right, let's go back into the studio. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, no television screens were broken. No faces were broken. Uh, no arms were broken. We still have all the TV screens up here. Uh, Becky Lynn successfully two uh, solid strikes to Chad Benson, who is the catcher. That's right. She was bringing the heat, man. I'm coming back in. Man, it was crazy. I do I believe saying. I've exceeded the pitch count for the day, though. You do. So. So you're going you're gonna to have to ice yourself That's tonight. Right. Ice your arm. That's right. Tore your rotator cuff. It <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. It's great watching everybody out there. Like, oh, my God, look like he's going to throw a ball. Every time, right to me, never bounced it once. Tell you what, it was. she threw a knuckler on the second-to-last pitch. That thing knuckled. Spectacular. And I only like saw it. one person ever duck, so that was actually great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Becky Lynn, you're ready. All right, Chad. Yes. Uh, we have about 60 seconds here. Doug Ducey, President Biden. Biden's telling Ducey... Um, Take down the uh, the shipping containers. Remove now, this wall. What if you look in your crystal ball? What do you think is going to happen here? Nothing. I think they're going to leave it up there, and they're not going to do anything. Now, maybe I think the problem is at this point in time, Biden wants to stay as far away from it and bring less. Attention to it? Attention to it. So I think he's going to let it die because if he goes and takes it down, since the feds need to go take this down, first of all, they're never going to do that because you're... Can you you imagine? Uh, But secondly, yeah, even even people that are totally fine with Biden's plan would say, well, that's a bit much. You've promised a lot of things. He's doing nothing. And everybody knows it. He's going to be quiet about it. He'll make a little bit of noise to make the base happy, but nothing's going to happen. Can you imagine if he came in the middle of the night and took it down? Oh, my God. He sent people and did that? Yeah. That would be uh, something. All right. Coming up next, midterm mayhem. 18 days until the election. Uh, One Arizona candidate wants you parked out in front of a ballot drop box right here in Arizona. We'll talk about it next.